Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place, for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. Let me tell you how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Callie and I love using Spotify for Podcasters to make our podcast above deck. We love using the polls and Q&A features, which is a great way to interact with our listeners. We highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Above Deck, a Below Deck Breakdown podcast. I'm Sarah Goldman, a photographer and former marine biologist living in Charleston, and with me is my college roommate and co-host, Kelly. I'm Kelly Busby, an executive assistant and former radio host living in Columbus. Together, we started the Socks with Sandals radio show on WFAL in Bowling Green, Ohio, and we have come back together to discuss Below Deck and our love of all things Bravo. Each week, we recap an episode of Below Deck, share what wisdom we learned from the captain and crew, and discuss what's new in the Below Deck universe. Today, we'll be discussing Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 3, Episode 2, Age-Old Problems. Here's your 30-second recap. Marcos tries to keep hungry charter guests well-fed, and Tom tries to make up for his sloppy first impression. The guests are treated to a beach picnic and a hip-hop pajama party. Say that three times fast. Daisy is frustrated by the dramatic healing of the boat as glasses and charter guests go flying. The crew has their first night out, followed by hot tub drinking. Ashley continues her pursuit of Gary, argues with Tom, and tells everyone she would make a better second stew than Gabriella. Kelly, what are your thoughts about this episode? What were your favorite moments or quotes? This episode was fantastic. It was just so much fun and excitement and craziness going on, in my opinion. Um, first of all, the creepy charter guest was still there. I didn't really, you know, that was kind of bizarre. Um, I did like the hip hop pajama party. Yeah. Is that a theme? That's like a, a known, a common thing. Never heard of that. I haven't combo. either, but I'm all for it. <laughs> Absolutely. And the pants that Glenn was wearing, are those called parachute pants? Is that what you would call those? I think that's what we used to call them. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I don't think I've ever seen those, but I mean, I haven't been out in public in a while. So. <laughs> right. I liked when the primary was like, you a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, cool, man. And then also this primary, um, I listened to it back again and he did not really apologize. He never said, I'm sorry. He said, I hope I didn't offend you last night. I'm glad you noticed that too, because that was, that was I like kind of shocking to me. I think. Mm -hmm. um, the and fact she said, "I'm I'm glad you brought it up." 
but like there was no apology I think he probably doesn't remember exactly what happened and he's embarrassed but he did not apologize so not cool dude yeah my other favorite part of the pajama party was Tom in his underwear (laughs) to say it I said it yeah um but what was interesting to me was then he put the whipped cream or he, he ended up wearing some icing and Gary helped him remove it. And then the primary helped him remove it. And I was not expecting that at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was shocking. And also I was thinking, obviously there's no HR department in right. these voting situations, <laughs> but you would you would never ask a girl to like strip down to her underwear and put frosting on her nipples to like make a tip. Right. So I felt kind of bad for Tom. It was entertaining. And then what did he say when he came down? Um, Well, first he said he had a dad bod, which is not true, but he said that he's um, Tom from the North of England and you have to have a layer of fat to keep us warm. Yeah. To keep you warm. I thought that was so funny. I'm not Zac Efron. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. He, um, I just find him very charming. Yes. So what about these guests, um, their appetites? Is I am they- impressed. I, I, every time they came out, members of the Clean Plate Club all day long, and they were not eating like little amouche-bouche kind of bites. These were meals. Mm-hmm. And I could not get over that they were still hungry (laughs) I was impressed yeah I was too it was like Marcos was trying to stuff these guests like pigs going to slaughter and And they were like bring it on (laughs) and they were like okay now we're ready for a snack (laughs) yeah I was I was thoroughly impressed the guests looked great I thought they looked great so seriously where's your is it a hollow leg are you just like saving it they were living it up they were on vacation and I get it if you eat like a really long meal little tiny things you're almost ready to eat again after like an hour so I kind of get it yeah and on a darker note Marcos is talking to Colin in the galley and confides in him that he is a political refugee he was the chef for the president of Venezuela who was a dictator and he quit he was feared for his life and he had to leave and it was so heartbreaking I just thought that was so sad and we haven't really heard too many stories like that on the deck and and you know i'm glad you said that because you would never know that he has been through so much because his his personality and his just general aura around him it just seems like positive and happy and just a people pleaser and hearing about having to escape because he quit a job as a chef to the dictator of Venezuela. So sad. And he has not been back to see his family members. Really sad. I I was almost in tears with that too. Yeah. So moving on to the beach picnic. Either they did not have enough time to set up or these two stews were just not prepared. What do you think the problem was? I think it was a combination of the two. I don't think the ship was ready for an, I'll call it an offsite meal Mm -hmm. i mean it looked like they had a a six foot table that you get from sam's club Mm -hmm. and a vinyl tablecloth that you get from the party store yeah and those table decorations were hideous those fake flowers when have they ever used fake flowers on super yachts no 
I couldn't believe when Kelsey was like, I think we have to stick all of them into one. And I'm like, what is she talking about? Oh my gosh. have given up on those flowers. Well, they should never even have been in the picture. Right. But with the wind, they should have just piled some shells and things in the middle and called it a day. I agree. A for effort, Gabriella. But sometimes you got to know when to call it. Exactly. Because they weren't going to be looking at those flowers. They were going to be looking at the view and the fantastic food that they were going to be shoveling into their mouths. <laughs> and all those other people that were on the beach and like Speedos. Did you see that? Gary's like, it's kind of crowded already. I was here. eating dinner watching that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and um, it was like the smallest beach they could find. <laughs> I know, like find another beach, perhaps. <laughs> I think Gary in general is very good at his job. Obviously, Glenn thinks so. Yeah. I don't know that he is a great teacher. When he was trying to explain what sheets were to Tom, he's getting annoyed that he didn't get it. He has no sailing experience. He is a green deckhand, like talking through some stuff. Yeah. And then the, the docking, Tom, I felt oh, bad that was for just Tom. a mess and a half. Yeah. Gary's like, yeah, that went really good. And Tom's like, we should have talked this out ahead of time. I'm like, yeah, that's what you should do. Like 15 minutes before you are getting into the port, talk it out, make a plan. Yeah, I, uh, I was totally on Tom's side with that. Oh, I agree. I, I thought the same thing. And, and, you know, that's a leadership opportunity, especially when you know that you have backhands that have never been on a sailing yacht before. Mm-hmm. Obviously, things are going to roll a little different. Yeah. And every boat is different and run differently, too. Yeah. Speaking of being on a sailing yacht mm-hmm. the healing that they were going through oh my gosh holy moly that was intense and the fact that uh, you know in the last episode they talked about communication is key communication we really need to ramp it up this year and daisy said i have no problem with communication <laughs> nobody well, listens to me nobody told her <laughs> or the guests that they were going to yeah. be healing <laughs> And also, why doesn't Glenn, like, check in with Marcos and Daisy and say, hey, I think we're going to go sailing around 2 o'clock. Right. Does that work for you guys so they can, like, secure everything and he cannot be making a birthday cake? Just general safety in a kitchen, in my opinion. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's working with knives in there. Right. Yeah, all the glassware breaking and bare feet, that was just such a disaster. The um, guest had just asked for another snack, and Marcus had just prepared that teriyaki duck and put that out there. And to watch that all go, like, sliding and crashing to the ground and the um, guest going crashing to the ground. Yeah, that that could have been very bad. Glenn's like, oh, well, I'm going to sail. As happens, what are you going to (laughs) do? Exactly. It happens. (laughs) Yes. It was a very small moment, but there was a moment where Tom fell out of his bunk. Did you see that? Um, Are you, I wrote it down super big. Tom (laughs) fell out of bed again. Again. (laughs) Like next time he needs to request a bottom bunk. (laughs) Poor guy. Um, He was doing so good. You know, he was really trying to prove himself this season or this episode. I was really, really proud of him. And he did really, really well, even though he's getting shot down left and right by Ashley. And I think my favorite, favorite part of this episode, when they were getting ready to go out. I know what you're going to say. Daisy and 
scary. We're talking because they're buds. They go back a mm-hmm. whole year, right? Mm-hmm. So they're hugging and mooching on each other. And she has got the most evil death stare uh-huh. at these two. Now, I'm sure it was very good editing on Bravo's side. Oh, yeah. But still, it was fantastic. She could have melted ice with that look. <laughs> Absolutely. Can I just say, this is what I thought you were going to say. When you're getting ready and Tom starts spritzing <laughs> himself with cologne and he says, I smell divine. <laughs> that was the other good part. <laughs> also, Kelsey has not gotten much airtime. I'm sad. And I think she's hilarious. I think she's a star. Yeah. I hope to see more of her. I did like when she got kind of locked down below and Glenn closes the hatch. And then she gets on the radio and he's like, oh, you just push hard. And she's like, oh, okay, never mind. I'm good. (laughs) And she gets out. Um, I did like when they went out. Everybody's always dressed up, you know, makeup and hair done. And Kelsey was just wearing a sweatshirt. (laughs) (laughs) It said like, is some college girl. Yeah, love that. <laughs> I noticed that after Glenn got the tip, he said, I'm going to go give him the horn. And he runs up the stairs really quick. And he's he like, loves it. He loves to do that. I thought that was like so cute. That was, he, and he goes, you guys keep waving. He's like, okay, okay, you wave and I will honk the horn. <laughs> yeah, adorable. So I have a prediction for this year before we get into our next. Okay. Segment. My prediction is that Gary and Daisy are going to become more than just Gary and Daisy. I think you're right. And I think there are some talks on social media that that is going to be the case. Oh, I, I wrote something else down that I think is kind of funny. Can I share it with you? Of course. Ashley tells Gary, like when they're wrapping up hot tub night. Uh-huh. I'm H and ends in Y. Dude, she's playing drunk Wordle. <laughs> Absolutely. And she's like, oh, <laughs> drunk Wordle all day long. <laughs> right. And did he really not get it based on the H and the Y? Or is he just playing like dumb because he's like, dude, I am trying not to sleep with you. Yeah, I think that I honestly think that he's trying to be good. Yeah. I think- and maybe it's because he likes Daisy. Thank you. Ashley, she is quickly becoming this season's reality TV villain. Mm. I find her to be pretty obnoxious, but you have to have people like that to kind of keep the plot moving. Oh, for sure. For sure. She needs to quit picking on Tom. Get it. You like older guys. Enough with that. They're not the biggest fans of her. No. She just needs to calm herself down. Yeah. It's now time for a below deck hack. So what did we learn this week? We learned that you do not want to be a cook for a dictator in Venezuela. No. And we also learned that fluky means unreliable. Do you think fluky is a real word or that's just kind of a slang term that Glenn uses for the wind? Kind of like sheet in and sheet out with the lazy sheet that I think yeah. that's what he called it. I mean... I, I think I'm going to go with it's probably a made up term. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's now time for our segment. Join me in the wheelhouse where we decide who needs to see the captain for a stern talking to. Well, I had three possibilities for this. Okay. 
One was Gary, because I want him to go over the procedures with the crew well before docking time. Yes. Um, another was Ashley, because I just want her to do her job, quit picking on Tom, and quit talking to people about how that she wants to be second stew, or she'll be a better second stew. Yeah. And then Glenn, so um, I want him to check what's going on in the galley before he starts sailing. So who would you vote for? You know, I really think that... Glenn and Gary need to step it up. You know, it goes to the Captain Lee thing. Like, do you have your radio? Just to them real quick, real quick. Mm -hmm. I just think it's a safety thing. Okay. Well, Gary and Glenn, we're calling you to the wheelhouse to talk to us. Wah, wah. That's it for this week's episode of Above Deck. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, and please tell a friend. And rate and review us five stars only. Please follow us on Instagram at Above Deck Pod. You can email or leave us a voice memo at Above Deck Pod at gmail.com. Until next week, I'm Kelly Busby. And I'm Sarah Goldman. Thanks for joining us. Ashley continues her pursuit of Gary, argues with Tom. Of course, they're barking. (laughs) Maybe we should just do this part again. Puppies, come here.